And it was a much-needed win, especially in a game where they were leading by 13 at some point. And then last night's game was a pure representation of when you just don't have it. That's that's what's wrong with the New York Knickerbockers. It's how the Knicks have been playing. Like I said, second in points, second in field goal percentage against three points. You got to question yourself. And, and this game showed every aspect of it. The ISO, we have the, we, the, the bench scoring has, has, has disappeared. Boy, Nick Baca has, and I'll be, I'll be hosting around today. So Steve wants to, you know, he wants to lean back today. Um, he's a little tied up, and, you know, I haven't ducked into his, you know, his computer chair right now. It's the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome, welcome all. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Knickerbocker Fan Forum. I'm your boy, the infamous one himself. I'm joined by Steve. And um, you have to forgive us, folks. We're, we're, Steve and I are actually pulling double duty. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure any, some of the other stakeholders are doing double duty as well. But obviously we're going to talk about our New York Knicks. But, we, but if you're a baseball fan, if you love the game of baseball, the game of the week is actually happening right as we speak, as we're recording this episode today. The Dominican Republic, you know, a nation that I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with, I'm, you know, my family comes from there, and Puerto Rico are locked in into a duel of who can beat the Caribbean bejesus out of the other. And it's just plethora of all-stars. It's great baseball, so I suggest... If you, whenever you're listening to this, it's great to pick up on this. If you're watching it, kudos on you. Good for you. But um, let's get back to the Knicks real quick. Welcome back. Can, I have, my, um, can I have my two cents on the World Baseball Classic? I mean, you are absolutely By all means, correct. please do so. I, I, if I, I should have thought this out, but now, now that it's on my radar, because it had to happen in a while, right, the World Baseball Classic. Yo, we should be down in Miami right. for this shit. We would have had to done the show like three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I think the next time they do something like this, Ab, we're gonna have to get on a plane and uh, and do it. Got to be there for this. This is I, I love you, this energy from this World Baseball Classic. You, you, you know what's crazy about that piece is that is that I know that Dom has been talking about going down there for spring training, and I don't know if he's down there now. I'm I'm I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure yet. But if he is, that energy has to be almost similar to what the World Series must feel like, you know, for us when the Yankees or, you know, anything remotely close because it's a crazy atmosphere when you got, you know, these, this international play, this, you know, this rivalry between um, Latin nations and, you know, just nations all around the world just, you know, going at it and, you know, for baseball supremacy. And that's, you know, and it's really, you know, it's really good for the sport of baseball because, you know, as we all know, it's, you know, it's not, you know, America's pastime as we, as we once all thought at one point. But, hey, this is a great way to, you know, take um, a great step in that direction. Dude, uh, we got Don with us and we'll bring him on. But listen, you're absolutely correct. And I pitched the idea, I think it was, maybe it was on Facebook. I don't know if it was Twitter. Listen, that MLB All-Star game crap we have currently, get rid of it. We could do an annual Puerto Rico versus Dominican Republic game every year or maybe every other year in Miami. I'm with that. This is good shit, man. Like, I'm with that. And I think, I don't think most people would not be against that. But, um, you know, uh, we're on Dom, right? I got him with us. But I looked at that Venezuela lineup, and I couldn't believe, like, damn, 
you're not you're on that team too. Like you talk about a murderer's role. <laughs> I, I had no idea it was so many Venezuelans. That that was that that. Was that. <laughs> but you see, here's the thing. You talk about Venezuela, but but have Ooh. you checked out the have you checked out Mexico? Yeah, Jeez, I, I baby Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I saw the. And Dom, we're gonna to have to get your input on this if you're watching. But uh, if you're watching the, the classic, but Mexico is loaded, DR is loaded, PR is loaded, Venezuela is loaded, Colombia. We're gonna get a look at them later on tonight as they take on the United States. But um, they're good, man. Baseball classic is awesome. Donato DP. What's up, boss? What's up, man? You know what? You know what, Steve? I almost forgot about the podcast watching this shit. Yo, you, yo let, me, let me tell you something. First of all, I plan, I plan on being at one of them quarterfinals this weekend because I'm, I'm flying man. tomorrow. I decided to fly instead of driving. Jealous. But Jealous. Come on, man. Jealous, man. Tell me, tell me, wow. tell me that, that Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic should be playing for the championship. No shade against my country. None whatsoever. But, man, you know what? I, I told you before, Steve, and I don't want to stay on this all night, but I don't understand how our pitches, if you look at the team we have and then you look at everybody else's staff, their pitching staff, I don't know what's up with that. We, we should have some better guns out there. I'm sorry. You know, represent your country just like the rest of these players are. They're in the big leagues. They're pitching. Come on. Uh, but this game, I'm telling you guys, I almost forgot about basically. Are y'all watching this? Of course. <laughs> As we speak. Bases As loaded. we speak. Manny Machado up. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> no. Yo, no. I'm, I'm sorry. See, first of all, so... you know I'm a baseball junkie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. This is, this is great. This shit is Don, great. Don, should they do something with? We got Mr. G with us. We got, should should they replace the All Star Game with, let's say, an annual or every other year game with Puerto Rico Dominican Republic? I am with that because the, the fans make the game. Matter of fact, matter of fact, Steve, you know what they should do since they have this. I don't want to say World All Star break, but they have about two or three days. Do a round robin. Puerto Rico versus the yeah, American yeah. Republic. I like America that. versus somebody, and then the next day play a little quick championship. Tell me that yeah. shit wouldn't be better than an All Star game. Way better. I, I second. I second that. I second that immediately. The only problem that you have with that is like you're talking about 16 different nations because you're talking about Japan, China, Korea, no, Great Britain. We could, we could, we could. However, I would, I would prefer if the baseball classic were played in the middle of the season as opposed to be in spring training because, you know, you're still not really getting um, these guys at their 100% best. That's a that's a debate. I like that. That's that's an interesting concept. Let me think about that, and I'll get you. I'll give you my good. response. I think it's good. I think it's good the way it is, guys, because yeah, you I don't agree. have I that interruption. Yeah, you don't have right. the interruption. They're in spring training. They're getting their ducks in order. So and, you know what? It, man, 
in climate, Dom. Um, let's go to Mr. G, but yeah. the, the, in the climate, because you've got the game in Miami, which in the Dome. you got the game in Arizona, which is in the Dome. It's perfect the way they set it up this year. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. You don't even got to play good cold world. Good brother. evening, fellas. This is G in here. I just wanted to say good evening all, man. I know you got your eyes on the on the game today, man. You've been buzzing all week on World Baseball Classic. Yeah, so tell boy. us about what your thoughts are. You know, I don't know if y'all know, but I am, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm with PR. No hate towards DR, nothing like that. That was a hell of a grab just now, that diving catch. Yeah. I, I definitely thought that was a gapper right there. I was ready to make some noise, but that was a hell of a grab. He had, he had to make up for it. But not showing up with his glove on, on that Lindor play, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, because that, because then Lindor just went around the horn and, and had it inside the parker, and I'm like, oh god, this is just bad. This is just bad. But anyways, well, this is the nigga about to stand for him. That kid's going to be a stud. That Rodriguez, he's going to be a stud. Oh, he, he already. I mean, he already is. He, yeah. he already. He already is. He he just got to keep it going, man. He he's. He's a good. He's good, man. I I don't got nothing to say about him besides, you know, like I said, he ain't show up with his glove for that play or whatever. That's just me messing around and or whatever. But the kid is great. All right, so, so now that now that it's a great, fantastic dialogue, we actually have to you know move on to business though because the, the New York Knicks they returning to they returning from their road trip uh, since the last time we spoke. Um, you know their their nine game winning streak had ended at the hands of the Charlotte Hornets, and they went on a four game West Coast trip. Most of us had them going two and two. That's exactly what they did. Um, with losses in Sacramento and the Clippers, and then victories against the Lakers and then the Portland Trailblazers. Guys, um, you know, Jalen Brunson, you know, pretty much missed most of that, and, and Emmanuel quickly took the start. Steve, I'll start with you. How did you feel that, <laughs> um, that, that quick took? And, and I want to know about you and the conspiracy of does Quentin Grimes play shoot better when someone's defending him? Um, the answer is yes <laughs> to that. It, absolutely he does. <laughs> it seems like he misses more wide open shots than he does when he's not open. Number two, let's do – got to put this to bed. Um, I should have got the uh, – matter of fact, I'll let Dom do the eulogy. Let's put an RIP and our condolences to uh, the Cam Reddish. Uh, needs to get more minutes for the Knicks talk. It is over. We had to wait to see that and game. Rest in peace. Blazers. Let, let that talk. Yeah, let that talk rest in peace. He looked terrible in the minutes that he was there. And then the fact that he was traded for the guy that showed out, which was Josh Hart, was everything the Knicks needed as far as toughness coming off the bench. Listen, the Knicks had a – if I had to put a grade on it, I'm going to give it a B plus. And the reason why I give it the B plus is because of Brunson uh, being hurt. And I, th- I think they, they, they stepped their game up uh, in the second half versus the Lakers – Second half versus the Blazers. They came out slow versus the Blazers. It was looking. It wasn't looking too good at, at first. But man, how about Deuce McBride and how he played? That was probably his best game as a as a uh, as a Nick uh, on the varsity team, not as a you know Westchester Geely, but on the varsity, he played his ass off. Man, he was knocking down threes, and that was what he, that's what he was doing in Westchester. And finally, finally came to fruition. He had a dunk. I'm like Jesus Christ, McBride. The insurance policies on this team has been fantastic. You know, I, I, I can't not knock it because, Dom, you heard what I led with or towards the end of the episode last week. 
I still want to know answers, man. Some people don't want to give me answers. That better Southpaw duo, man. And I, I got, I hate to say it. I might have to get to the uh, to Fox and Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis had a triple double against us, and Fox had a good game. Um, but outside of that, um, I did not like what happened in the LA game. Oh, the, the first LA game, the Clipper game. Uh, overall, they two and two, not bad. With Brunson hurt, I, I I would give it a B plus, man. I think they can build off those two wins and, and move on, man. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. I'll leave some meat on the bone for Dominic. I know he's going to deliver the eulogy to the Cam Reddish. Needs to get more minute Nick talk. <laughs> Woo! I'll yes, please, that. Dominic. Put put it. Put that organ music. Dump the, dump the last load of dirt and shit on this grave because it needs to stop. I I, I just want it to end. Put shove the last piece of dirt on. Here's, here's the thing, guys. Us, I hate to say this, man, but there's such a separation with Nick fans that I'll never understand. I didn't grow up this way. I grew up where I'm a Nick fan. I support the Knicks. I, I don't support somebody that should be playing more minutes, whatever. And then when he's traded, I'm going to ride his jock and look at the box scores every day. He is what he is, guys. It's that simple. No knock against him. Anytime a player is not playing and you get this beehive that chases after them and they bring up something like this, well, you know, Steve, I remember when he scored 24 points. If you can say that, that means he didn't do it too often. Let's just keep it a buck. He didn't do it too often. And, Steve, you actually nailed it because the guy that we traded him for showed his ass last night. But then again, Hadouken! doing this since the Knicks got him. This is why the Knicks got him. It wasn't a secret. Let, again, God God bless Cam Reddish. He, he's no killer Cam. The, the only killer Cam I knew was the rapper and Cam Newton. I don't know where this killer Cam came from with this guy, but let him live his life. Let him play out this contract. Let's see who's going to buy into whatever this guy may become. Again, I have no knock against this kid. I don't have no nickel of the dime. He's not a nick. So it ended with me right there. But <laughs> the junkies that want to keep moving the goalposts, they got a feel of it last night. This is who he is. He is, he is to what he is as R.J. Barrett is to who he is. It's, this isn't no secret no more, guys. If you've been in the league for four years, you are who you are. I don't want to hear how old you are. But leave that alone. You know what the strangest thing is, guys? That everybody went crazy when we lost, what was it, three in a row? After winning nine in a row? But now nobody will tell you that we won 11 out of the last 14 games. Nobody will say that. Let's skip over that shit. Here's another remarkable stat, guys. There's only eight teams in the National Basketball Association that's got more than 10 wins above 500. Guess who's one of them? Us. And we started off bad. But we're only one of eight teams in this weak-ass NBA that are 10 or more games above 500. Think about that. And there's 16 teams under 500, we ain't them either. So we just, I keep saying this, guys, this is a strange year. 
this road trip really proved it with the up and down. But 11 out of 14, guys. Think about that shit for one minute, that we actually won 11 out of 14 games. And there's still some people saying, whatever. Let it go. We're all Knicks fans on this line, guys. This is why I love doing this with y'all. We don't ride. We don't die with somebody else. We ride and we die with our Knicks. And we rode and died with them this year. Up, down, all around. 11 games over 500, fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Let it go. Hey, Don, Cam, Cam I, I do have a question for you, yes, though. Sir. Yes, the Kings game, though. So after, because you know that was like the most Ryu and Ken, you know, Street Fighter reference as far as mirror, you know, mirror of each other, you know, matchups, personnel, record at the time. How do you feel how, you know, we lost to the Kings, so we split it. So do you have a final decision on this season? Just this season, who has the better duo based off, they you know, the result? I we won the first one, they won the second one. So you stick it to your guns? said this last week. I said it last week. I wanted to go with the push, but then I said, look at these individual stats. Let's be honest, guys. I love Julius Randle. But Sabonis' complete game, come on, fellas. I know we we ride with our team, but if you look at Sabonis' complete game, his complete numbers, that, that's that's just scary, guys. And guess what? The funny thing about the Aaron Fox, because we all watch basketball, tell me I ain't lying, this kid has gotten better every year. Every year he's gotten better. Some guys come out hot, they have a down year, they have an up year. Have a down. This kid has gotten better every year. And I still venture to say he's the fastest player in the NBA getting up and down that court with the ball in his hand. They got, a, they got a very good team, guys. But, again, if we was in the Western Conference, we'd be the third seed. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about that for one minute. But to the, to the question, Steve, they, they got us this year. Fox is the bonus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they might be the best left-handed duo in the league. That's scary. I don't know how far they're going to get in the playoffs, guys. I'm not, I'm not running with that. I'm not a Kings fan. But I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> Ain't going to be no easy out. Mm-hmm. Nope. God bless a team that got to play them in the first round or the second round. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much on that. So, uh, for reference, folks, the Kings um, with the 40-27 and 27 record right now, they sit as the third seed in the Western Conference. And if the playoffs start today, they would, they would be hosting the L.A. Clippers, which that would be a really fun matchup. Now, I was wow. one of those that, that was, um, you know, pro-Randall Brunson over, over Fox and Sabonis. After that game, my, you know, my opinion swayed a little bit. I have to give it up to them because Sabonis is the more complete player over Julius Randle. And De'Aaron Fox, you know, he actually did play the game. I, 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 um, if I remember correctly, Brunson, you know, didn't get him, didn't play more than like 10 minutes if he played at all. Um, and with that being said, he's exactly what Dom just said. He is what, probably the fastest point guard with the ball in his hand up and down the floor. 
are, you know, are they going far? I don't think so. I, I think that this is going to be one of those situations where that youthful um, exuberance is going, to get, is, going to catch, is going to get caught up with, you know, with a veteran team that knows how to play in the playoffs like the Clippers. But, hey, that'll be fun. Mr. G, I know you're still watching him, you know, PR trying to get out of this inning right now. <laughs> but you got runners in the corners, two outs, and, you know, yeah, yeah, it's tough right now. It, it, it's, it's looking kind of, you know, kind of meek a little bit, but you're still up 5-2. But what did you think of the road trip? How do you think that, that you know, that quickly did, you know, some filling in for Brunson? And, you know, have you changed your position on who the better Southpaw duo is? All right. So the the road trip was not so bad, man. Two and two, like everybody stated. Um, I feel like we could have won the the Sacramento game. You know, there was a lot of missed three point shots. I I had put that up on my status or whatever. Shot about I think fifty three point shots and only made thirteen. You had twenty plus offensive rebounds and only scored seventeen off of those. So. You know, that hurt us. Overall, I think we – it was pretty solid, 2-2. Two and two. I was mad about losing to Charlotte, but that could happen any given night. You go in there, you sleep on, uh, you know, on what you would like to call the bums, and they they upset you. That's exactly what happened. They upset the shit out of me. But – Overall, good trip, good road trip. Not not upset about it at all. Quickly, that that guy, he comes in and he does what he has to do, man. That kid, he does what he has to do. He he might have a struggling game here or there, but he comes in and he fills a role that you wouldn't even expect him to really fill it the way he does, and, and he steps up in every way that you could possibly ask him for. Uh, I'll give him a B, B plus. And like, oh man, uh, I just uh, I love the kid. Um, the the best left hand duel. Me and me and Steve actually spoke about this, and I kind of went towards. I said it though. I was being a little biased. Um, I, I I swayed towards um Randall and Brunson, but when you look at the overall game, it, it's definitely Sabonis and and Fox or whatever. What I will say is, offensively, I would give it towards more maybe um, Brunson and and Randall. But an overall game, definitely um, Fox and Sabonis. All right. Thank you very much on that. So, um, I, Steve, are you satisfied now? You, we, we're all in agreement with you on, on the best left-hand duo here. Are you happy now? Well, it, it's closed. I mean, the reason why I asked the question is because if you really watch both, you know, watch all the games, watch every team, if you get, have access to the league pass, watch everything. The reason why I asked that question is you have to watch both to really have a and – and you can go either way because the, the stats sway up and down for each side. That's what makes it, a, a fa- to me, a fascinating um, a, a question. You know what I'm saying? So – uh, that's why I throw it out there for you guys. The record, they both are lefties. Um, you know, you watch the bonus. I mean, he was playing like a man possessed. And and then the Knicks came back in that game, and they just ran out of gas. But 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still happy with, with, with what we did after that Clipper game because they kind of, kind I would call it quit, but they just ran out of gas or something. I don't know. Maybe they were partying the night before, getting ready to party. They came back with that uh, second half uh, versus the Lakers, very good win versus the Lakers, and then you saw what happened in Portland, and you know, Damian Lillard was getting his, but you know, our guy stepped up. Um, I, I got I, Taco was hitting threes too. Like you know, I got to give him props. You know, you know, I, I, it makes me cringe when he knocks down a couple because he'll start shooting for the rest of the night. But McBride yeah. really showed up. Hart showed up. So, um, you know, without Brunson, you know, hey, you know, the fact that guys could come into the lineup and just plug and play, and like McBride, who it felt like, you know, Ab, I'll, I'll pass this back to you, like where McBride was earlier in the year, being he was always deferring to quickly, you know, they always come off the bench, where McBride was being his Westchester, West Virginia, Mountain yourself. He was aggressive. I loved it, you know? Loved it, man. Uh, so uh, I think the Knicks could ride, uh, you know, they they, they, they they broke even on the trip, two and a two, and uh, let's move on, man. And they, they got back to the fifth seed, too. Got back to it after that. Uh, I think Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and with that being said, this is the next question I have for you. We have 11 games left in, on this schedule. I'm looking over the schedule. There's a little bit of a muffin on the remainder of the schedule because if I list the teams right now, you're going to be like, okay. So we all know that we have Denver next. Then we're at home for Minnesota, in Miami, in Orlando, at home for, for the Rockets, then at home for Miami, in Cleveland, at home for Washington, in Indiana, in New Orleans, and then at home for Indiana. Now, me just feeling off those names. And those teams, given, given you know, the momentum that this team is carrying, you know, now going on a 2-2 two two trip, and as Dom just stated, 11 of the last 14 victories, you know, for the New York Knicks. What's your prediction? And do you think that we can catch those Cavaliers? Can we catch the Cavaliers? How many games behind the Cavaliers? I don't remember. I think they had like a three-game lead on us or no? Currently, currently three. Currently three. Is it three? I'm gonna say no. We're not gonna catch Cleveland, but I, mean, I, I can't go that far. I, I take all my teams like week to week, so I'm gonna just focus on the next game, which is Denver. That's a nice little break for the Knicks. Um, come back home. You know, that's an interesting game. You know, Denver's the best team in the West. Um, I'd like to see the Knicks actually uh, try to win that game. So um, you know, we all know Denver's. I watched that Denver game the night before. Um, you know, the Morant, the Morant fiasco it was Memphis and Denver, and Denver had a big fourth quarter, man. They were just shooting the lights out of the rock, man. Murray and and, and Michael Porter Jr., uh, you know, they, they played well in that fourth quarter versus the, the Grizzlies. And, you know, we all know what happened with John Morant, but that's a story for another day. So I just wanted to see, you know, it feels like, um, I can't be, it feels like the Denver Nuggets kind of, had our number for a long time. I think we may have won one game. You know, I, I like to see us beat one of the best teams in the West record-wise um, this week. They get in, they're going to get their rest, and deservingly so. I like to see how we match up versus the best team in the West. I, I can't really – I don't want to predict the next, the rest of the year when we know we're going to be back by that Miami game on Wednesday. So I'm going to just take it one game at a time. we got us and Minnesota. Um, I, you know, I would like to see how we play against Denver. Very, I, 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 I think we could beat them. I think we could beat them, but I want, I just want to see how it's going to go on Saturday, you know. And I'll leave it at that. Um, 
Another day. Now, do, you know hold, on. Look at oh, hold on. But do you think that we can do that without Brunson? Because Brunson's still lifted. It's very, you, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's probable. I, I, think we have a chance. I think we have a chance. Yeah. I, I, I would say quickly is uh, giving us a lot of, you know, he's probably in the six-man year. He's probably going to win it now, the way he's been performing in the second half. I, I can't think of off the top of my head a guy in the NBA where he's showing out the way quickly has, despite, you know, an, a borderline all-star going out for, you know, you know, they, you know the, the way uh, Brunson has. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we could do it, even with quickly. Because uh, quickly, um, I mean, I, you know, their games are different. But quickly has a lot of confidence right now, and I think that's something we've all said since the start of this season, where he got off to that slow start, and we were talking about the. I was definitely talking about his lack of development, but uh, yeah, man, I, I yeah, I, I, absolutely, we could beat Denver. I just want to see how I, I, I like. I mean, if we don't beat them, it's not the end of the world. But I, I just want to see how that's going to por, uh, uh, portray. All right, all right. Now, Dom. Steve kind of ducked the question a little bit, so I'm going to throw it to you. Whoa, Given the names I just... Oh, what was the question? I, I hey, hey, hey. You you ducked it. You you wanted to play three? You, you wanted to just predict the next oh, three yeah, games? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. fine. Right, 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 right. You, you, I did but, duck you. Because we're going to be but, talking but, next week. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But we can always go back to the archives, and we can always throw something back in each other's Ooh. face. That's kind of like the beauty of the Nickelbacker at Fan Forum. We kind of do that okay. to each other every now and then. Say, hey, you know you were wrong about that one, right? 9 out of 11. Okay, but, here's my answer. 9 out of 11. I look at the schedule, but I'll say 9 out of 11, and that should be doable. Thank you very much. That's all I asked. <laughs> Dom, your your thoughts, sir. Uh, I, I like to say seven out of eleven. Here's the weird thing about Denver, Steve. They've been getting whacked lately. They lost four in a row, and they lost some of them to some shitty teams. Now, your coach says, if you heard the interview, are, are they getting bored? Are they getting complacent? Whatever, because they they even through this losing streak. They're still up four games. Hey, so, Don, I got a question we, for you. Yes, sir. What the hell happened? Okay, now that I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't realize that. What the hell happened to them getting smoked at home by the Bulls? I didn't see that game at yeah. all. I had no idea. They, what happened? They lost it. They you lost the San Antonio. That, and they lost, uh, they lost to the okay, next Okay, I do two. that. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, and I San Antonio. I did, I did see that. You're right. I did, I, and that, San I did Antonio, exactly. That, I did see the Nets in so San Antonio. My, I didn't realize they lost to the Raptors. I didn't know that or realize right. that. Okay. So my right, question is, yeah, which which Nuggets team are we going to get? Are we going to get that laid back? Ah, uh, you know, we're, we're up by four games. Uh, or are we going to get the team that says, "Shit, we're tired of losing." <laughs> Coming there and come on, guys. They're another team. They have a really good team. They're deep. They're versatile. They got the best player in the league on their team. Let's not get it twisted, you know. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't look at it this way no more, guys. That this team is so much better than us that we don't stand a chance. I, I don't look at that like that no more. I stopped doing that probably forty something games in. I started looking at our team and saying, you know what? You know what, guys? We scored 45 points off the bench the other night. 45. Hartenstein, who had zero points, 
still had 11 rebounds, three blocks, two steals, whatever. Didn't have one point and made a big difference. But we still had 45 points off our bench. Everybody seems to be in their role. They're not in the Twitter role. They're in their Tom Thibodeau's the coach. This is my role. OB Toppin, he scored 11. God bless him. He didn't have no rebounds, but okay. He scored 11 points. Hartenstein took up for the rebound. Great deal. You look at what they did, and again, Portland isn't, eh, I hate to say it, they're not no barn burners no more. They're, but 45 points off the bench, guys, I don't care who you're playing. That's some, that's some good numbers. So if they can just keep this up, guys, again, I'll, I'll go low, 7 out of 11. I'd love to see them win 9 out of 11 because that means we get 50 wins. Don't get it twisted. I would love to see that. But I got a feeling they're going to have a couple of hiccups. And I do believe, because if I'm not mistaken, Cleveland is losing tonight. So in all actuality, because we didn't, we'll be two games behind them. And we still have to play them again. So I'm not going to say it's out of the realm that we catch them. Let, let, let's just see, guys. We got 11 games left. I have ran off the schedule. So we got we got some easy games. I'll be at the game uh, the 22nd and the 23rd. I'll be in Miami, in Orlando. So hopefully I bring them some lunch like I did last year. Let's just – let's let this – hey, you know what, guys? Shit. The season can end today, and we've had a hell of a run, man. Let's keep it real. Nobody expected us to win 40 games. Nobody expected us to win 34 games. So, hey. Sky's the limit right now, fellas. Let's look at the playoffs. Can we get out the first round? Who are we playing in the first round? Blah, blah, blah. But it's been a great season, guys. We could, I don't think we could ask for much more than what we've seen this year. Just think, and I'm going to stop. Just think, if we didn't have so many hiccups early on in the season, we would have definitely won 50 games, guys, without a doubt. We would have won 50 games. And we'd have definitely been the fourth seed. But it's not out of the realm, and let's just keep doing what we're doing, fellas. Thank you very much on that one. See, I, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule, and I'm going to go in between both Steve and, and Dom on that one. I'm going to go that they'll probably win eight out of the out of the next eleven games, um, barring any hiccups or you know or anything like that. And I, I'm I'm with you on that one, Dom. I don't look at Denver as this formidable uh, you know dominant opponent that's going to just wax the floor with us. I look at them as a team that we can probably get them. We can probably catch a good uh, an off night and you know and given their you know the, their last four performances, it's attainable. You know they could be mailing it in. Who knows? Um, maybe they could, maybe they take in a show you, you, you know before they hit at the garden on Saturday night. You never know. But um, Mr. G, with with everything that you just heard, and, and and of course I want your prediction as well over the next eleven games. But does this? You know, does this season kind of put an end to the Tom Thibodeau talk of getting him fired? Because if you're asking a fan like me, he's given us two two winning seasons for the first time in what over over 20 years that we've gotten two out of th- out of the last three seasons that have been winning seasons. What say you? And giving your prediction, sir. 
Yeah. Um, the last time we spoke about this, uh, I'm going to say the same thing, man. I don't know what's the big talks or the big hate for the man. We successful. We're winning again. I, I don't understand the talks of the fire tips or whatever, and I'm not in agreement with that at all. Uh, I love what the guy is doing. Can he shake up some rotations or whatever? Uh, maybe. But we're winning. I ain't finna cry right now. As far as the prediction, I'm gonna stick with my guns. Um, before the what? Um, before the the break or whatever, it was 22 games left. I said 15 out of the 22 that would leave us with 48 wins. I'm gonna stick with that. That means seven more games. If they actually happen to um get more than that, then they exceed my expectations, and that's even better with me. All right, all right. Um, I guess a follow-up question. Um, how bad do you think that we need Jalen Brunson right now, or can he take his time getting back into the lineup? Oh, man, I would, I would, I would really let him take his time. Uh, I would let him take his time. Quick, as um, Steve stated, and I stated a little earlier, Quick has come in and – did everything that you could possibly ask him to do and and still doing. You continue to do that to till you get your 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 snub star from you know, um getting health you know, you keep him to get healthy or whatever and you wait till he gets healthy and you bring him back. You got eleven games left. These teams that's coming up, they we get, we could beat them with without Brunson. Just gotta, we gotta play the same game that we've been playing. Outstanding, outstanding. Steve, you still with us there? Or yeah, are you still? Or did you just go over to see Juan Soto strike out? That's what it. What, <laughs> that what <you> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, yeah, I got my lazy uh, eye. That was a hell of a pitch right there. That was a hell of a. Oh, speed. <laughs> Nice yeah, change yeah. up right no, there. I, nice change up right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, boss. What's good, man? What's your question? All right. The question. <clears throat> with, about Brunson? With Brunson, with, with Brunson out and quickly getting the start, you're seeing more more of McBride. Now, obviously, when Brunson gets back and we get closer to the playoffs, you're going to start seeing some of his myths aside. Or do you start looking at other other guys to you know to take minutes away, um, guys like R.J. Barrett, guys like Obi Toppin, hell even Mitchell Robinson every now and then. I mean, do you still you know find 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 minutes for McBride, or do you just let let her um, let her ride for now and just let him warm up the bench? Um, are you talking about when Brunson is back, or based on Brunson being out? Um, when he returns. No, uh, you go back to what it was. Uh, so, Big uh, Bride's going to be, um, you know, waving the pom poms off the bench with Fournier and um, all the uh, two-way players on ten-day contracts, whatever. You go back to what's been working. You know, Jalen is the, the star. You, you keep that rotation crisp, like it's been. It's, it's been working, and um, and we should be fortunate for the fact that McBride had the playing time earlier in the year. Um, and, you know, with Fournier sitting on the pine, that 
some of that in-game minutes came, came to pay off in, the, in that Portland game. So the answer to that is no, you go back to the rotation, what it was. Like, it, it works. Like, the Knicks did a lot of winning, a lot of winning basketball, a lot of scoring. Um, when you need clutch baskets, he's the best guy on the team for that, you know? So, uh, you know, you, you want it's one of those situations like you like the fact that McBride and in today's NBA, he's playing hard, and it's not to get nothing against him. It's more about the team, and the team is keep that rotation crisp with Hart coming off the bench, uh, uh, um, quickly, Hartenstein, Josh Hart, uh, and then you're, you're starting five. So that's that's who you roll with. That's my answer. That, uh, that, 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 that actually works for me. Now, Dom, you've been, you've been putting the, you, you know, a lot of the rumors to bed, a lot of the talk to bed about, you know, the minutes management and, you know, the overplaying, over usage of players. Over this over this four game road trip, did you did you find anything kind of glaring in terms of how Tom is actually managing the minutes for his players? Is he play? Do you think he's playing guys too much? Do you think he's giving guys certain you know certain guys green lights? You know how is how what would you be grading him over this over this four game span now that he doesn't have Brunson um to rely on? I have to still stick with what he's doing, guys, because again, I'm a numbers guy. Nobody's playing more than 35 minutes a night. Nobody played more than 35 minutes a night during that road trip. Well, Barrett did one game, but he's 22 years old. But this is this is the thing. You, you almost nailed it in the beginning. Uh, two out of the three seasons, this guy has had a winning record. Would have been three out of three if somebody in the front office wouldn't have got hooked on, hey, we need to score more points. You went into his first season. I brought this up a million times. You went into his first season being number one with points again, field goal percentage again, three-point percentage again. Okay, you got a little stymied in the playoff. Okay, you build on that. No, you wanted to reinvent the wheel. You went out and got Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, thinking that, oh, we're going to catch lightning in a bottle and we're going to start outscoring people. That's what happened. You messed up the apple cart that he put in place. Fast forward to this year. We're still doing the same thing on defense. But what if I told you guys that the Knicks were fifth in offense with Tom Thibodeau as the coach, the same guy everybody wants to fire every two weeks, fifth in offense. Tom Thibodeau coached he, fifth in offense, guys, really and still playing lockdown defense, and everybody bitched about the nine-man rotation. How's that been working out, fellas? It seems like it seems like everything people say he can't do and we should fire him for, he just gets better at it, and the Knicks get better. See, we don't need to read about what people think on Twitter and whatever. If the guys believe in what he's selling, that's what makes a successful team. Now, I will say this. Got a little upset this morning because our boy took to social media again complaining about his minutes, Mitchell Robinson. Come on, guys. Enough. You, you got your bag. You got your $15 million a year. Knock it off with this. He's the only one that keeps doing this, fellas. If you watch what he's done over the last several years, he's always the one on social media saying something beefing. I, remember, guys, I could care less 
if they let him walk. But they didn't. Gave him the 15 mil. So now somebody got to pull his coat. You know, you play 20-something minutes because this guy was playing better. It's just that simple. But he's the only one, if y'all notice, guys, he's the only one that does that. Takes the social media, riffing about his minutes, his shot attempts. Really, develop a shot, and then you can complain about shot attempts. Other than that, just shut up. Just shut up and play ball. Again, even with all that being said, I would have never imagined a Tom Thibodeau coach team was fifth in score. How's that shit look, guys? I'm sorry. And I think they're still second in points again. Hey, fire Tom Thibodeau, and then what do we do, guys? We go back to five coaches out of six years. We go back to 361 losses in that time frame. We go back to 217 win seasons. That's what you want. I thought the goal was to get better. That's just me. I, I, I can't help the other folks. I, I want to see the Knicks progress. And they are. And guess what, guys? I'm going to end it with this. They're only getting better. They're only getting better. They're going to start gelling even more next year. Get a piece here. Get a piece there. Guys, this ain't over. Don't get it twisted. This is not over yet. They just begun. With some of these players they got with the rotation, with this coach, with this defense, with this offense, this, this shit has just begun, fellas. It's just going to get better. So, again, I always say the same thing, guys. Let's just enjoy it. Take it for what it is. And be happy, man. Why can't we be happy being Nick fans? We do good. And we still got people that can't be happy. Like, that shit's crazy to me. Duh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're using the, the Southpaw comparison to make me appear I'm angry. I'm not angry, bro. I'm just fucking with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, think about it, Steve. Steve, Steve let me, let me say this, Steve. Right, let me say this, Steve, because now you're yeah. a little more uh, a little more open on Twitter. So you're reading this shit that I always talk about now, Steve. It's it's mind blowing to me. We don't. I don't remember days when I was I, like that, guys. I, I to be honest with you. When Av came on a, a weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, and you too, I didn't even know they were talking about fire tips. And like you know, we have these conversations every week. I mean, we never bring that up. It's not even even. It's not even on my my thought process that people are even talking <laughs> exactly. about that. Like, are we? Oh, are we watching the they, same they, games? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, but yeah, but you see, the, uh, that's obviously you know the the talk from the you know the Gen Z the, the Gen Zers um, Nick fans that are on Twitter right. and those Twitter spaces, and they have to get themselves over and try to you know try to gain their followers by being controversial and saying you know some crazy you know some crazy about the world mess. Now, it's funny because I was once accused of being one of those people, and it, it, it's crazy because it's like. I don't do this for follows. I don't do this for likes. I don't do this for anything. I do this because I actually genuinely love the New York Knicks. I have been since I was about seven or eight years old. And now, I, you know, now in my 40s, I would love to, you know, to, you know, to, you know, to one day, one day before my father leaves this earth and, and leaves me for good, that he gets to experience an NBA championship, you know, him and I together. Now, that's been my goal. I'm sure that each one of you have your own individual goals, you know, when it comes to, you know, the, this team and how much you love it. But these idiots 
And I'm going to say it frankly, these idiots on Twitter and on TikTok and on, you know, all these other little freaking platforms that, you know, that, that, that give people a voice and try to give them a following. And then the, and then they're, the actual, you know, good, hard, hard you know, hardworking, you know, hard, you know, no nonsense kind of people that actually follow and listen to this shit. And they're like, what is with these kids? And I just, I, I don't know. It, it, it makes me run on a tangent because well, I get sick and tired of hearing well, it. Well, one thing is, I'll be real quick. I will, I'll be real quick. I mean, I, I'm fortunate that we have. I mean, I, I'm all for fans that have their own say. We we can agree, disagree. If it's even outlandish, that's their opinion. You know, that's kind of how I always think. But I'm fortunate that you, Ev, and Dom, and G, after all these years, we continue to have our. Our, our, our voice or, you know, our say, you know, this is our time to, you know, voice our, what we see. And I think it's reasonable as hell. Like that's, that's one thing I'm very proud of about what we do with this platform across the board on all sports. Nobody could, anybody, not that I can think of who can, can say, whether it's the baseball show, the football show, the basketball show, that these dudes don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You'll never hear that. And I'm proud of the fact that we got, Fans who know their shit, like Nickelback Ave, who's dedicated his pages, his life, documentaries, everything. Dominic, lifelong sports fan, G, same thing. Like, we come, there's some credibility when it comes to fans. That, that's what the one thing I take real serious is when the fans come on here for the most part, for the most part, over the last nine years, regardless of the sport, they know what the fuck they're talking about. You're not going to hear some crazy shit. Because in, 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 in social media, you can say crazy shit and it can't really be checked like that. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe what it said. But when it's on audio and it's on, you know what I'm saying, oh, it's out there forever, like, you can't you can't run from that. So I respect the fact that Dom, after all these years, and, and Av and G, after all these years, you know, we, we, we come here with a little bit of credibility. And that's how I look at it. But I, let them say what they say, man, you know. It is what it is. You know what I like the most? You know what I like the most, Steve, in all these mm-hmm. years that I've known you guys? We get on here. We get upset. We throw stones when they're not playing good. We build them up. when. But I never once saw us try to sell a narrative. We never did that, that I can recall. Mm-mm. We say how no. it is. Some of us come with facts. We bring yeah. numbers. We don't move goalposts. We talk sports. We talk about our team. We talk about what they're doing. We're not trying to sell something. We're just coming straight from the heart, straight from the gut, as Nick said. See, this Mm -hmm. is where they lost me on Twitter. They started with this narrative when the Knicks were losing, and then they wanted to run the narrative, move the goalposts, and as the Knicks got better and better and better, they just kept moving and moving and moving the goalposts. Some of them have actually disappeared. You don't find some of them no more. They're like on a milk container. Nope. Why? Well, you was to wrong. be fair. See, to be fair, yeah, I'll be just fair. Don't I do don't... that no more. Well, I'll be fair because I you it's all, all it's on all all the archives and have knows. I said the Knicks were a seventh team in the in, in the East, but that was based on the roster at the time. When they added Josh Hart, you kind of have to modify your answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. You know, we didn't move the goalposts because, you know, we moved it based off the situation, the roster. Like, we had a seven-place roster, and they were at seven plays by the time they was at the All-Star break. So, I couldn't remember we talked about that. I said, yeah, you know, they are kind of where I expected them to be. 
So, but when it got hard, I said, I, wait a minute, hold on, man. We could climb a little bit with this, especially after what happened with Brooklyn. That played a part in that too with Durant and, uh, and Irvin leaving. So, I mean, we kind of been, uh, and we pretty much been accurate where we thought they should be. <laughs> I mean, right, because we have been. We we have been. We, but, uh, but, 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 we went, but let me just say we this. Went, let me just say this real quick. The, we, went, we went by the situation, guys, just like Steve said. Right. We went by the situation. But again, Steve, we never sold a narrative. Right, we sold, I got you. Like you said, we were seven seed. I, damn, but we got that Josh Hart guy. Wow. But see, that's what we needed. We didn't just mm-hmm. say, oh, we're going to win 50 games because we got Steve Azul. No, the kick the ball. And he's helped us along the way. That's not that's not moving the goalpost. That's actually right, right. adjusting to what we added. We we yeah. never did that, guys. I never once heard one of y'all or nah. I know myself never saw a narrative <laughs> of some shit that I just want somebody to agree with. No, we don't we don't do that here. And that's what makes I, us I, so much fun, guys. For real. I, 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 I want to go on record, though, Dom. I'm going to go on record. Um, I did try to sell a narrative. I, I, I did start those hashtags, um, fire Steve Mills, uh, hashtag fire Phil Jackson. Hashtag fuck the Nets. Hashtag fuck the That wasn't a narrative. That was you speaking from your gut as a Nick fan and saying that shit because of the job he was doing. Don't get it twisted. You weren't saying that. This guy had us. This guy had us as a as a second seed for five years, but I can't stand them. Let's get rid of them. No, you were saying fire this son of a bitch. <laughs> he couldn't get nothing <laughs> right. Let's just be honest, man. He couldn't do shit right. And you said let's get rid of them. <laughs> come on, come on, Ab. Again, I'm gonna stop. We had five coaches in six years. Three hundred and sixty right. losses. Really, and You're he right. was a part I, of that. I, 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 I'm 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 just I'm 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 just owning up to my own you know my own indiscretion. That's all I'm doing. Don't mind me, G. G. Don't mind us. We're kind of stupid over here on this one. Can you can you can you? I was I was I was listening in, but you know I'm over here watching this game. I wasn't really liking the calls that Blue was sending out there, even though they was in favor of Puerto Rico or whatever. But I, I like for the game to be called in the line. This shit is looking nasty, man. I, and, 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 we need some and, new eyes behind see, the plate. But. And you see, this is exactly what Dom was just alluding to. Intelligent fans who actually just speak yeah, their mind and talk fans, about them. man. It, yeah, we're not going to be out here pushing the bullshit. You know what? But like um, Steve said, everybody, you know, they, they're entitled to their own opinions. It makes it, it makes it a lot better for me to, to, to send shots right back when they're wrong. So, so I like it. I like it. It gives me something to to send something at their asses when, <laughs> when when they shit their pants and stuff, you know? I don't mind that. I hey, never thought right now. Who's winning the game right now? Puerto Rico uh, is. Five two on Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. bottom but, eight. But, but, but you know what? I I never thought I'd be cheering for Rafael Devers right now, but I am. Oh. <laughs> um, that's how uh, I feel uh, about Vasquez, so I ain't even mad at you, my brother. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like I, I was in the mix of feelings like fuck guys, yes they should be playing the championship game these two teams yeah, should be in the championship yep yeah man Sorry. definitely should 
but they're always putting them in the same pool, so that's why that's why they always end up end up being that way. But hey, you know yeah, what? The, you know if, the rivalry. If, if, if this is successful, I'm I'm pretty sure we will see the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico again in a championship round. Um, you know, it happened what, what was it like four six years ago? Um, and I think it'll happen again once another time in, in, in at least in my lifetime. I think so because you know these two teams are just loaded. Each and every single time, you know, yeah. it's just exciting. And let's just let's just be realistic. That's where the fans are. The, I mean, when Puerto Ricans and Dominicans are, you know, are, are, are you know, they come to the domino table or they're coming down to, you know, to that bodega, you know, that's what that's we're talking it. about. Is that baseball right now? So you got to bring um, the goya and the platanos. Exactly. <laughs> you you, you got to bring the goya go beans and your platanos, and you good. Let's go around for final thoughts real quick. Steve, um, whenever you're ready, fire away, my friend. Yeah, I think uh, next week, uh, I think we're going to be on before the game, uh, for before the Miami game. Um, so let's, uh, we'll be on the lookout and let you guys know. Uh, good episode, guys. I love the enthusiasm of the World Baseball Classic and the thoughts on the West Coast trip. I have nothing else, man. We got the football tomorrow with NFL Free Agency. You can check out the Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud on – uh, what we talked about, uh, uh, that was a good episode, by the way. Shout out to Carl and Scott on that. Other than that, Bleed Blue, guys. Thank you very much, Bleed Blue, all day, every day. Um, but real quick, though, uh, cause, cause I'm pretty sure I'm going to be tuning into that NFL one um, tomorrow. Ezekiel Elliott got released by the Cowboys. And uh, yeah. um, I, I saw that, that go off, and I'm like, wow. Interesting. Well, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, so interesting. yeah, I mean, he's a he's a um, older running back, it, it, seven years, and he's taking a, a pounding, man. I mean, he's not the same before the contract, so that makes sense. And then, you know, the, the cap casualties for the Cowboys, so that makes a lot of sense, to be honest. The running backs that, are not at their value; are just not the same what it was back in the day, man. So that makes sense. I guess you're right, and you know, and, and then of course I, I would love to hear more uh, more people talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. But um, let Dom fire away on his final thoughts. Go ahead, Dom. Hey, as always, it was great. You know what they say: the average lifespan of a running back is 3.25 years. Don't ask me where they came up with it. Elliot actually exceeded that by a whole lot, but. It's time to move on, and that's that's the NFL, guys. I mean, you guys know football far more than me. I am a Jets fan. I really could get care about this Aaron Rodgers thing. I think they could have went a younger and better direction. But if they get him, again, I'm a Jets fan. Let's hope for the best. But they do have good pieces to go with a veteran quality quarterback. So, but for our Knicks, guys, 11 more, 11 more games. We make it to the playoffs. Let's rise up, do what we do, and I'll tell you what, guys, if the Knicks win next Wednesday, I'll be probably doing y'all podcast from my son's car, driving home from the game. If they lose, your ass won't hear from me because <laughs> I'll be at the game. So let's hope for the best, guys. Sky's the limit. Steve, you know, I love you, man. Keep up the great work, fellas. Shout out to Don, man. Good night, bro. Leonardo DP on Twitter. Nick Spaces, beware because the kitchen's open. Mr. G, your final thoughts, and um, um, I might as well just say it now. Congratulations on on the victory tonight. Puerto Rico is pretty much going to wrap this up, and you know, in the bottom of the eighth, two outs. It's pretty much a done deal. But congratulations to you, and um, your final thoughts on the Knicks, sir. Oh man, you know what? I don't even want to say thank you just yet because I'm one of those. 
uh, yeah, if it ain't over, it ain't over till it's over. You know what I mean? So, hey, if they win, thank you. But otherwise, as far as the Knicks, like Dom said, 11 games left, what I would say is, hey, just win the seven games that I that, that I was hoping that they win, and it's beautiful. Anything more than that, exceeding my expectations, like I said before, and I'm great with that. Let's go Knicks, and let's go PR. All right, all right. The Goya beads are, are, are in full effect, and, and, you know, the South Bronx is going to be dancing a lot of salsa tonight, and Washington Heights is <laughs> now, I live, I live in the Heights, so it's going to be crazy over there. Oh my God! Oh my God! I can only imagine how. Uh, don't wear your shit tomorrow. Let's just say, it. don't wear it. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, so, I probably so, won't. I had my car broken into over the weekend. This time, yeah, it'll be for real. So I, 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 I think I'll hide it for shit. a few days or something. I won't rub it in. But I'll just look at the faces in the morning and stuff, you know. If they angry, I know what, you know, I know what hit them. Uh, absolutely. And um, from my final thoughts, um, you know, okay with the road trip. 11 games left. If you're not a fan of the New York Knicks, don't talk about them. But if you are, you have to be proud right now because th- this team is still rolling. It's fighting in games that we thought we would be counted out in a long time. And on this platform, the, the platform of intelligent, well-educated, and truthful, loving fans of the New York Knicks will tell you this team can make some noise. This team can make an impact on these playoffs. Can we get up to the first round? We shall see where we land. But until then, you should be rocking your orange and blue. You should be proud to be a New York Knicks fan right now because this team is doing something that we haven't been, that we haven't been able to say in over 20 years, except for like two seasons. But this team is special. It's rolling. It's winning, and you should be proud. Go New York, go New York, go. Yeah, that song, it means something. It means something to every New York Knicks fan. And if it, and if it don't mean anything to you, then you might as well just take off your orange and blue, put on the black and white, and head over to head over across the bridge to Brooklyn. Because I'm pretty sure that you know they got plenty of empty seats in Barclays right now since since they um, they lost Durant and Irving. But if you're a Knicks fan, be happy, be proud. I want you to rock that. I want you to rock that orange and blue. I want to see it on those Twitter. I want to see that more on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook than these Twitter spaces talking about fire Tom Thibodeau playing the kids. You know, Cam Reddish is, is God. But until then, you know where to find me. If you don't agree with me, you know where to find me. I'm not hard to find. I'm on the A train all the time. Make a mock ass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Zangadazu all day, every day. Go DR. I'm hope, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll do something in the night. I doubt it they will. But anyways, bleed blue. Have out. A finger to the rest. Here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest. Here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest. Here we go for the next. It's like. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
Blue. 